0: I'm Carol Joyce Side, and welcome to the Homeschool Made Simple podcast. You're listening to episode 51. This is a podcast to help you homeschool simply, inexpensively, and enjoyably. Well this morning, I want to share a story with you that is too good to be true, but it's actually absolutely true, and it happened right here in the beautiful state of Oklahoma at least it started there. It's a story of two little boys named Louie and Temple. Louie, better known as Bud, was nine years old at the time of the beginning of this story, and Temple was merely five. They lived here in the territory, and their father was considered the marshal of uh, the Oklahoma Territory before it was a state. And um, they... Their mother had died. Their mom was an East Coast graduate of fine East Coast schools with both literary and musical degrees. And she married her husband, who was a wild nature man. He had been a cowboy from the time he was 13. He used to uh, capture wolves by... I mean the stories are unbelievable. You 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 just have to read the books, but um, a friend of mine's husband I was over at their house one day and he said, have you read this book? And I said, no, I don't know anything about it. He said, you have got to read this. So I took it home and I read it and my eyes were as big as saucers because as we live in this overprotective world with our children, you literally will laugh out loud in unbelief as you read this true story. But it starts out with the two boys laying on the grass, looking up at the skies and um, dreaming of an adventure and they're like you know we're just tired of just hanging out and not doing anything constructive we want to go on a ride let's and so they started dreaming and talking and they came up with the idea of going to Santa Fe New Mexico on horseback alone and they their dad comes home and uh, after dinner, he's smoking a cigar, laying on the grass with the boys every night. The mom, as I said, had died and they had three sisters and then the two boys. And uh, they're Obviously people you know of means. and their dad is laying down just hanging out with the boys, wrestling and talking, and so the boys start to Louie couldn't get it out. He, he had a lump in his throat. he couldn't he couldn't express himself so so the little boy Temple says, "Dad, we want to go on uh, we want to go somewhere." And the dad said, "Well, you go somewhere every day. What do you have in mind?" And he said, "No, we really want to go somewhere." We want to go to Santa Fe, on our horses, alone, and the dad just kind of said, "Well, you know, I'm really, uh, I really like you guys a lot, and I'm really kind of feeling a little protective, especially since your mom has passed away, and the girls and I would really miss you if anything happened to you." And he said, "So uh, we'll we'll talk about this another on another occasion." And so the little boy said well, tomorrow. And so the next night, again, they're out under the stars talking and they press their dad again. And, and the dad said, well, what are your plans? How would you do this? Well, we would take your checkbook and, uh, Bud will ride Sam and Temple will ride Geronimo and we will pack our bags and we'll stay at different places and we'll have, you know, rules and, and we've got this whole thing planned. And they told their dad how they were going to do it. And he said, well, you know, I trust you boys. Uh, you always do what you say you're going to do and, and you keep your word. So I'm going to let you go. And so they arranged the whole thing, they packed everything and planned it, and on July 10th, they left the city of Guthrie, which was then probably a bigger city than it is now, here where I live, in Oklahoma, they left from the federal building at 9 o'clock in the morning. And off they rode into the sunset, and um, I forgot to look up the date, it was... I'm sure well it was in the time of Teddy Roosevelt because they were very good friends with him. But anyway, they rode off into the sunset and they had certain rules that they had to keep. One was that they would only they wouldn't ride more than fifty miles a day. Fifty miles a day on horseback. That they wouldn't travel on Sundays. That they would only carry five dollars cash with them at all times, so they wouldn't be prey to you know marauding bandits and and thieves uh, that they wouldn't go through rushing streams without someone to guide them because you never know how deep it's going to be and and your your horse could you know get law, get lose his footing and and things could get serious. And so off they went, and and there are several books written about them. One, I think a cousin wrote named Miles. Now, the books are politically very incorrect. There's racial slurs against Asians, African Americans, Native Americans. I mean, very much a product of its day and its time. So I want to warn you of that. And there are more like children's books and then books for adults. So do your own homework on this. I bought two of the books that I could find for my grandsons because if you have boys in your life, you know that they want to know, one, did this really happen? And true, is it scary and adventuresome? And the the true retelling of their trip where they're going through mountain passes in New Mexico and they, they lose the trail and they don't know where they are and it's getting darker. It's pouring rain and they're riding with their little slickers and they're just, I've never met children like this in literature before that are made up, let alone children where this is really true. And they get All the way to New Mexico, they meet their dad there. They had arranged a meeting place and they rest and recuperate and then they head back and it's just truly an amazing story. Well, when they get back to New Mexico, now they've got the bug in their little bonnet and they decide, now we want to ride. I hope you're sitting down when I tell you this, to New York City to see Teddy Roosevelt who had lost the presidency, the re-election, and he was coming back to New York. And they wanted to be there when he got there. And he had been a good friend to their family and to their dad. And so they begged to ride to New York City alone, two little boys on horseback. And finally, they wear their father down. It wasn't easy, but they were very, very persuasive and they talk him into it and off they go and the story of their trip to New York they and then as they get to different places now they're going through more like you know some more settled areas so St. Louis and you know their dad had friends in in leadership in other places in government and in um, law enforcement and finally they get to Washington D.C. And talk about a different world in which we live from them. They went to the White House and went in to see the president and were just treated like rock stars. And as they started getting towards New York, they would be met with parades. And the mayors of the cities of St. Louis and the different places they stopped on their way would wine them and dine them and take them to the zoos and let them see, you know, everything that the cities had to offer. And the boys, well, particularly Little Temple, drank a lot of red soda pop which I don't even want to think about what that was at strawberry that was at strawberry red soda pop and they ate at hotels and they just were like little gentlemen and how Louie would get Temple out of bed in the morning and one time Temple got very ill and uh, Louie called his dad and let him know what was going on and then they you know they had a, a great doctor who really invested in Temple And he wouldn't stay in bed and he wouldn't um, take a day off from the trip and, and how they had to, you know, tell him all these things to get him to stay in bed because he was so spunky that he wouldn't even stay one day in a bed when he was very, very sick. But you've just never met kids like this. Upbeat, never felt sorry for themselves, adventuresome, fearless kids, and yet very wise And the way that Temple would obey his brother because that was the agreement, that he would only get to go on the trip if he would obey his brother, who was nine. Maybe by the time they went to New York, maybe he was ten. And all the... it, they became incredibly famous and people would try and cut like a hair out of their horse's tail or kept stealing different things, their blanket from their horse or different things because they were famous and everyone was was kind of charting their course as they traveled the United States. And then finally how they met their dad in New York City and saw Teddy Roosevelt, who they called Teddy, and then um, on the... On the way there, they had been wined and dined, as I said, and some of the mayors and different people had taken them in automobile rides, which was they had the first time they'd never even seen an automobile. And then they got very, very excited about them. And so when they were in New York, they had earned quite a bit of money through different things that they had done on the trip. And they asked their dad if they could buy an automobile and drive it back to Oklahoma. And they took driving lessons. They were just little children. And they, their father allowed them to. And they drove all the way back to Oklahoma by themselves. I mean, the story will make your eyes just bug out of your head. They were the most unique little people. And they were so normal and when they got back to Oklahoma they're like yeah we need to get back to our studies and back to you know our jobs and things that they did it didn't go to their head at all they were the most normal healthy children even though they were celebrities around the the world it didn't it didn't phase them they they weren't impressed with their exploits they just thought it was just normal living a life of adventure on the edge, but with wisdom and discernment in their activities. So I highly recommend these books to you and your boys, especially as you read them out loud. I'm about to start reading uh, one of the books to my grandsons i have 3 um tonight as they're doing an overnight and i asked their mom to bring the christmas books back over to my house because they boys have an insatiable need for adventure and excitement in the books that we read to them. And they can be kind of, you know, salacious excitement. That's not what we're looking for. Or, um, you know, things that are scary and weird and creepy. But real excitement is the most enjoyable thing of all for little boys. And because these stories are true and they're the history of our country and the way that children lived when they were not pampered and cream puff children, I think it's great for our kids' character, for them to dream big dreams instead of sitting in their air-conditioned houses and, and looking at screens, but giving them an opportunity to be stretched and to be challenged. And those of you who have come to my seminars know that the book that I assigned to everyone to read, I make them promise that they will go home and read The Last Child in the Woods by Richard Love, or Louv, I believe his name is pronounced Louv, L-O-U-V. The Last Child in the Woods, protecting our children, the subtitle, protecting our children from nature deficit disorder and boy is that a book for our day and as we read about the Abernathy boys the fearless adorable Abernathy boys I really think it will be food for our imagination and for our children's imagination living in this overprotected world that they can do hard things challenging and difficult things, and they can survive. So thank you for joining me on the Homeschool Made Simple podcast. If you liked what you heard in this episode, I'd appreciate a rating and a review on iTunes. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would help too. Visit my website, CarolJoySide dot com to subscribe to our weekly email and receive exclusive discounts in my online store where seminars and interviews are available. Be sure to tune in next week for my next episode where I help you homeschool simply, inexpensively, and enjoyably. Blessings.